<laughs> well, now, we call this the act of mating, but there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. Welcome to Ready Player You, a podcast where we do music, movies, uh, pop culture, basically whatever we want to talk about. This Life is in your general. host. Yeah, in general. I'm your host, Mike. And, and Matt. And Matt. And uh, we're going to kick this off with a beer. So, two guys drinking and talking shit. Tits, tails, seal it for good times. There we go. So how's everything going with you? Not too bad, not too bad. I um, got to test out the gate today when they came by to do the solar upgrade and whatnot. I was cruising around last night online looking for another idea for maybe a couple subjects to bring up. And I saw that they're doing another Batman, the Batman movie with that Sparkle Farts from um, mm -hmm. fucking... Whatever yeah. that vampire shit is, Twilight, yeah, Twilight, yeah, and uh, and speaking of that, I think he did pretty good, uh, which I didn't think he was going to do that good of a job, but it was fairly decent. It was dark, it was very emo, but it was um, it was good. Yeah, you really know, good. I, I didn't. I'm not the huge biggest DC fan. Me neither. I'm a Marvel guy. Yeah, my kid's a DC fan. Yes, I mean, like one of my best friends, Chris. You know, if you listen to this, yeah, Batman is still a bitch. <laughs> I, I still like Batman. He he knows uh, he yeah. knows you know ninja karate. Hold on, I gotta close the door. <laughs> yeah, so but no, I thought it was uh, it was a decent movie. I had to watch it a, a second time because the first time I went, me and my buddy went uh, bar hopping and shit. So by the time we got to the movies, I was already pretty drunk. So and then and, uh, <laughs> you pre gamed it pretty much, and then I passed out during the movie. I woke up like the last twenty minutes. <laughs> shit. So I had to go back and uh, watch it and. But no, I, I thought it was a, uh, it was definitely a different uh, spin on, uh, on like the characters, you know, with Riddler and uh, yeah. There's like at the end, it was kind of uh, like a, um, I think Joker uh, made See, a little a little appearance at the end, but it wasn't Joker. I guess, yeah, I guess you could say. See, that's what I was watching it again today when I was donating blood. I was watching that because the the session I went in for was something different than just donation. They called it platelets or something. So I knew it was going to be there for like an hour, hour and a half. So I started watching that on Vudu because uh, I own the movie on there. And I wanted to catch up because I was reading that synopsis on the potential of who's going to be the new villain in, in the new Batman movie. <clears throat> so they said, is it going to be Joker? Is it going to be this, that, the other? Is it going to be Riddler coming back? And and uh, I was like, I don't remember the ending to that one, whether Joker was in there or not. So I had to start watching it again. And I didn't get to finish it all. Right. And then uh, I was online a little bit ago, and I saw you. You were saying how uh, I don't. I didn't realize there was a new Demon Slayer movie, yeah. but I'm sure it's all in, in Japanese. They haven't dubbed it in English yet. No, I, I, I own so. the one in English, Part One, mm -hmm. where they're on the train, the Mungin train. Yeah, yeah, and that one I really liked, and it, it pissed me off that one of those characters didn't. You know, I don't yeah. want to ruin it for nobody, but right. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a while. Um, yeah, I didn't even know about it. Uh, well, my buddy, you know, he works. Uh, at Junior's Express, right next to uh, the movies in the mall. Right, right. And 
He said there was like all kinds of people all dressed up in Demon Slayer shit. I'm like, oh, it's at the mall right now. Yeah, it's at the mall. Wait, is it part three or part two? It's, uh, it's. I guess it's in the new movie. I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing. Unless... The one that they dubbed in English, the only one you can buy right now is part one, and there's two and three out in Japanese. Yeah. But if they released part two in English in the theaters, and I'll go see it today. Yeah. See, I'm not sure. Um, uh, what it is I just like looked it up and I was like oh crap because I know it's on um, Netflix but it's yes. it's been broken down in episodes so it's not like yes. the well, okay, well, okay so all the seasons that first season happens all the episodes of that season then a movie then there's supposed to be a new season then another movie then a new season and they all tie together right yeah that's what one of my friends say like oh you hadn't seen the second season of Demon Slayer I was like no you're like, oh, it's epic, you know, you're missing out. But I don't know where I can find it unless it's on... Um... <clears throat> okay, so speaking of which, I was thinking about that. I was talking to this cat one time, and he was telling me about how uh, he goes to this website, Soap Today, S-O-A-P, the number two, not the spelling of it, mm-hmm. and then D-A-Y dot com. You go there, and you pick through um, a couple of servers, and I usually do the cc.cc one, and then you hit the home button, and you can search. You can do it on your TV or laptop. If you've got a smart TV like that one, I watched Sling Blade last night oh. on that, and I can't find it on Voodoo. I can't find it on, uh, they say it's supposed to be on Amazon Prime, but then it says the title's not available. I don't know if it's on Hulu or whatever because I don't have that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that site, and I was trying to stream it, and broadcast it from my phone to do the mirror image on the TV, mm-hmm. and it was cutting out and laggy. So I went, I went to see if that TV had a web browser on it. It did. I put it in the website and watched the whole fucking movie. Oh wow! And you can watch any movie. Yeah, they have that. Uh, was it uh, Express VPN? Mm-hmm. I guess, and um, that's to protect you against um, your your private. It turns you into a private server. Yeah, but I guess there's one. I think that's what it was. I can't remember the name, but. Uh, I guess, like, if there's a movie you want to watch that's not on Netflix here, yeah. but you can change your uh, you can change country. your You can change your IP address to and be in to Australia like, or England and or whatever, then, yeah. What is some over there streaming there, but it's not streaming here. Correct. And the, I, I misspoke. ExpressVPN, is, uh, it, it hides your, uh, your IP address and creates almost like a subnet mask, which is, it kind of bounces the signal off so it doesn't give your true identity online. Right. And uh, ExpressVPN is one of the few that doesn't sell your data. They go through auditing mm. um, so that it proves that they're not out there just collecting your information and reselling it. Right. Because there's a lot of VPNs out there that'll do that. So you got to be careful with that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, then, uh, a lot of uh, you know YouTubers I watch, you know, they, they have their uh, uh, sponsors and stuff. And, and, you know, it's usually an ExpressVPN. There's a lot of them that... Uh, yeah. Use. So, um, I don't know if you want me to, uh, I know, we, well, this is going to be episode two, well, 2.1, because of the technical difficulties we had last time, you know, the problem between the keyboard and the chair, me, um, I was trying to edit that audio clip to make it sound more studio quality, we were having technical difficulties, and I end up jacking the whole hour-long podcast up, and, uh. <laughs> And it was really good, too. It was good. It was really good, and it just kept coming back as raw data, and it was just... I was so pissed off at myself and defeated, And but last night I sat here dicking around with the 
the mixer board and and the audio feed and doing my homework and just playing with the the whole podcast setup and I end up knocking it out of the park. It not quite when we're listening right now. It has a little bit of a yeah, echoey echo. in the hallway sound. Yeah. But when it comes out on 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 record, it it sounds great. It sounds professional. Yeah, we, yeah, we did that uh, that little test run and it's, yeah, it yeah. sounded. Way better than our first one. Way better. And so, I mean, we're still... Even better than our second one, which was a good episode, but audio quality was not there. Yeah, and you know, you're getting used to doing all the technical shit. Yeah, well, I'm a techie guy. I mean, that's why you made me the tech guy, but it's like um, I'm having to get back to my roots on this shit. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I know I was thinking, um, let me tell them... Why we came up with the? Well, I mean, well, you're the you're the founding father of this podcast, yeah. so um, so I, I was just ready to jump in and swim with you on this. No, no homo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, you know, it's it was like ten years ago. I was going to West Hills. I was uh, I taking a, um, a film appreciation class, and you know, I, you know me, I love movies and right. you know all the kind of stuff, and you know, I I know shit about movies I've never even seen. Right. You know, because I would know look it up or something, or and, the comic books you read. That's why I, that's why I reference a lot of shit through you. Yeah, and um, my instructor, you know, he was talking about I don't know, some movies like, oh, what's the movie with you know these actors and blah blah. I'm like, oh, it's this movie, and he's like, oh, have you seen it? I'm like, no, and he's just like, okay. So one day in the hall, they call me and he's like, hey, how do you have so much uh, insight on? Uh, you know these movies and stuff i'm like well you know what i'm just full of useless shit (laughs) you know because i know so much about you know movies music pop culture you know whatever and he was like well you know what one of these days that useless shit uh can make you some money so here we are 10 years later and now we have an outlet to get all this useless shit out (laughs) yeah yeah i was when i was getting the uh um the keyboard and mouse today because i went and picked up an upgraded set so i could not have as many technical difficulties on set today with my mouse and my keyboard and all that and reduce the amount of USB ports we're taking up. Um, the guy was like, he the keyboard rang up that it wasn't on sale. And I said, oh, you know, I was checking out this one because I really like this one. It would make doing the podcast me and my buddy are doing easier. He goes, oh, what do you guys do? And I said, oh, just a couple of amateurs. We just sitting around bullshitting about, you know, movies, music, pop culture, things like that. And uh, we figured since we're sitting around talking shit to each other all the time anyways, we might as well throw it out there for people to either love us or hate us or talk shit about us, you know, might as well fucking do something with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, put it out there and, you know, may, you know, who knows, maybe somebody else out there hears it and be like, yeah, you know, I always thought the same thing, but I just never wanted to talk about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, my friends, you, uh, no, they listened to, uh, our, uh, our last episode and, you know, and they learned some shit, um, learned stuff about, uh, you know, some movies. And you know, one of my friends from work, she learned where the emulator was. Yeah, yeah, and, that was that was good. And so it's, you know, it's you know, we're not doing this just, you know, to try and get anything out of it. Just, you know, yeah, I'm not going to get rich off of it. I mean, it would be great if we got as cool as Joe Rogan or whoever. Oh, but. yeah. But, you know, we're just, you know, a couple of amateurs that was, they have so much info and you know sometimes we don't have the people to talk to about it i mean exactly. I, I know i give you a call and like hey but i mean no we really want to talk an hour about fucking marvel yeah we probably would yeah probably <laughs> but would. 
you know, so we got, you know, different ideas and shit, and then we'll just get it out there and, you know, have, uh, maybe, you know, teach some people and, you know, they let them, you know, learn something new or, you know, or maybe even influence them to, you know, maybe check out some of the movies or shows or comics or something that, uh, you know, we talk about. Yeah, exactly. Hey, grab me that remote to the ceiling fan over there. It's behind the flag. Uh, Just behind that flag. Push the flag over. See the flag? That's the curtain. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to kick this fan off. So, um, yeah, I know um, most people who would, wouldn't know about certain things or whatever, yeah, we can bring shed a little light to it, you know, bring our insight to it. For instance, playing emulators, touching on that subject. Um, I pick up USB controllers. I'll hit thrift stores sometimes because a lot of times you can't find some of these retro uh usb controllers in target walmart you know whatever you can get them online at amazon in fact on amazon i found one excuse me i found one that's usb controlled um like most of these game pads are for the computer but it's a nintendo controller oh a b button you open (laughs) that top drawer it's in there somewhere i got Mm. tons of them wireless bluetooth ones for your phone shit like that and um, I'm always trying to get them to work with Wolfenstein or Spirit Destiny or Doom right. or whatever, you know, the retro games that I have. Um, I have those on the PC version, not an emulation, though. And uh, you hit some of these thrift stores, like the Castle Thrift Store right here, which isn't yeah. open on Saturdays because they're seventh day, uh, but they're open on Sundays. And then the one downtown over there by the old uh, cantina. Yeah, though. That one's open on Saturdays, but not open on Sundays because they're a Christian thrift store. So I hit those two, and then there's always one or two out in the outskirts past that skate shop that burned down. Yeah. Um, uh, There's always one or two out there, which I think that one's a tattoo shop now, but there's Goodwills, things like that. And Mm. I'll hit those and find USB controllers, and I found a $200 gaming headset, that one that's hanging over there in the guitar stand. No. That one I got for $40 fucking dollars. Oh, shit. And it works fantastic. It's got a USB piece to plug into the PlayStation, and it works right away. It's got a headphone jack cord so you can plug it into your Xbox controller. I mean, it's universal. Mm. It's a $200-something headset. Oh, wow. And it's rechargeable. Oh, that's And the battery you can take out and swap it for a brand-new battery, and it's a... It's a, it's actually a Logitech brand. Oh yeah, Logitech is pretty good, dude. It, it's legit. And I'm, it, for some reason, the USB thing doesn't work well on the Xbox. But, you know, I go through and I'll find these things and I'll check them out and something. You know, everybody's got a smartphone. You can look them up to see if they're worth it or not. Right. And then the beauty part about the USB controllers is you can go onto those emulators and you can program the buttons. So like you say, man, I always hated the jump button on that side. You can put it to the other side and right. you can map the controller, which is programming the buttons. And then have at it. You can play all those old retro games without spending $40 or $200 on a retro Super Nintendo, which is still cool. Mm-hmm. I still want one. But if you're a baller on a budget, you know, you can go to certain sites, do quick search, and you can find what you're looking for. Yeah. No, I like going to uh, some of those thrift stores. Uh, you know, usually you just you know, see what kind of comics and stuff they mm-hmm. have. And uh, <clears throat> we went uh, to the one across from the Carnegie, right by the old uh, canteen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my sister, you know, we're looking at the comics, and my sister found this comic called Bitch Planet. Oh, Bitch that guy Planet. that's right next door to the one, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's this comic called Bitch Planet. <laughs> <laughs> is it a bunch of dogs, or is it a bunch of angry women, or I, what is it? I have no idea. I didn't even look at it, but she was like, oh, 
it was like right around Christmas time, so she got like uh, a couple issues uh, for her aunt <laughs> for Christmas. You gotta call her and have her open them up. I gotta know what it's about. Uh, what was on the cover? I, I don't even remember. This was probably like two, three years ago. Or is it a bunch of guys walking around and 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 uh, their football team never wins? They're like, man, this is such a bitch. <laughs> oh, kind of like the Niners, how they can't. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let's bring it. You foreskin fan. That's why you never make it every year, because your team gets a fucking chop. Oh, hey, there's too much controversy around my team, so. Yeah. <laughs> Commanders. You ain't commanding shit. I am the clit commander. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say when the... <laughs> uh, I hated the fact that they changed that name, man. That is some bullshit. Yeah, for a team that's the Redskins for 90-something years... And now everybody wants to get PC and... Oh, yeah, that woke fucking bullshit. And And it's uh, like, dude, I am so not a Raiders fan, but it pissed me off that they took them to Vegas. Like, you were Oakland, founded, you moved to L.A., okay, whatever, you're still California team, but then you take it to Vegas. And I'm like, you know, I don't like that. Yeah, they keep jumping around because they started off in Oakland, then they went to L.A., went back to Oakland... And then now in fans Vegas. didn't know what fucking gear to buy or what to wear because it was always like, oh, I'm being, I'm paying tribute. You had to start making reasons and shit. Yeah. And then they take them to fucking Vegas, and I'm like, all right, bro. You know, I'm gonna say something. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking Raiders fan by any means, but I swear to God that pissed me off. And then I thought a little later, it is what it is. The owner's gonna do what's best for his team. If the city doesn't want to build him a stadium, okay, whatever. They take <laughs> it to Vegas. They're building him a stadium. They're going to pour money into the team. They're going to, you know, invest in them. They're going to put the money out for the contracts for the players. They're going to do this, that, the other. You know what? Cool. It's it's a lot lot of revenue, too, you know, being in Vegas. Uh, I went about, what, four years ago, I believe? And they were still building the stadium. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I haven't seen um, my buddy. He went for Christmas. Um, It was a Christmas... No, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, he went to the game, and uh, okay. his uh, his girl got him tickets, and they were able to walk the stadium and stuff, go to the locker rooms, and be out, out on the field, which was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to Vegas uh, here in about 20 days, uh, going out for my brother's 50th birthday. Yeah, I wish I could do. go, dude. I just... That would be dumb, man. It's like... I wish I could go. I mean, that would be fun. It's just like a guy's trip. I mean, my mom's kind of... You know, disappointed because you know her baby's fifty, and it's, you know, she, but it's gonna be you know more. Well, I think she guys. should be proud. I mean, she raised a, a son that's fucking yeah. fire chief, and yeah, yeah, you know, he's successful. He's he's you know he's making it on his own, and he survived till fifty, so he avoided all the <laughs> bullshit in life. Yeah, he hit some of it, some of it hit him, and then now we look where he's at. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's 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 just funny how you know talking about the age thing too, because you know it just it, it kind of makes me think you know you know you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Yeah, you know. I mean, I didn't life, plan on making it this far. Yeah, spent all the dumb shit that we used to do, bro. <laughs> when we used to send that Camaro flying mm-hmm. over the railroad tracks where Ford dealership used to be. Oh yeah, that car saw some fucking air, bro. Yeah, yeah, and um. You know, it just, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, tomorrow. I mean, yeah, you know, my brother's going to be 50. No, my grandfather lived to be 99. Uh, you know, one of my best friends, Neil, he lived to be, what, 30, what was he, what, he was 34, 35. Who, Brogdon? Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and it's going to be, what, six years since he's been gone. What a trip. And, you know, what my, a trip, and my dad only lived to be 53. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, you have all these no age different and you don't know what's yeah. going to happen. And, uh, you know, it's just a no different um, perspective on, you know, how things are, especially, you know, my grandfather lived to be 99 years old. Uh, which, you know, it was it was time for him to go. He had nothing left. You know, he had five generations came from him. <laughs> you know, so um, you just reminded me of a meme I saw. An old lady sitting there, and she's sitting there and starts giggling at the family reunion, and everybody asks her, "What's so funny, Grandma?" She goes, "All these people are here having a good time because I got laid." <laughs> 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 Fucking yes. <laughs> That's my kind of people right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? On the way over here, um, you know, I had uh, had the radio on um, uh, 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 the Blaze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it one hundred five one? The reinvented KRZR. Yeah. I missed that clear channel. If you're listening, bring back KRZR, you motherfuckers. Yes, please. And um, uh, Gone Away came on mm. about Offspring. Yeah. And uh, that takes you back, doesn't it? Like instantly. <laughs> yeah, and I hear it in um, like the song is not really. It's about you know losing someone, and I hear it and I, you know, I think about you no, know, um, just how the song is, you know, uh, you know how he's missing, you know, this person, you know, they're just taken so soon, and you know, I can um, apply that to you know what I've gone through. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that's the thing about music too. It's you know some have you no. Know, catchy beats or you know this you know blaring whatever and then but then you know if you actually listen to some of the lyrics what they're talking about yeah you know you can kind of apply that to you know what you're going maybe what you're going through you know that week or your life or that moment or whatever yeah yeah, exactly it hits you that's that's i was just talking to anthony about that the other day and he he was uh when i went to church the other sunday they were talking about getting into journey groups. And I've always been, like, hesitant to try and get into a journey group. It's like, no, I kind of want to do my thing. I kind of want to, you know, progress on my own pace and whatnot. And then they started talking about, well, you know, another thing to get into journey groups would be to, uh, you know, try and learn more of your uh, musical talents and things like that. And Anthony's into keyboard and I'm into guitar. I got two guitars hanging on the wall. I got an amp hanging down here under the computer desk. I got, you know, a stand over there. I got, you know, pedals and shit like that. And I never sit around and practice because I'm not motivated enough. I'm a lazy fucker. And then I get back from church, and a couple days later, Anthony's looking up, you know, YouTube videos on how to learn. Because I got him a keyboard at a yard sale. I didn't want to spend, like, $200 on one if he's just going to try it and then be like, ah, I don't like it. It's not what I thought it was. It sucks. And now I got a $200 paperweight sitting around. So I picked him up a really decent one at a yard sale for five fucking dollars. Power cord, everything sounds great, has tempo beats, all kinds of shit. He's practicing it, looking up YouTube videos, and I'm like, hey, man, you know what? Maybe we should go try this journey group thing at church. And he's rolling it around. He hasn't made a decision yet, but I started talking to him about it. I was like, you know what? That's the beauty part of music is it doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. When that beat or that song or those lyrics or that, it, it carries a feeling with it that you can't put into words. If you're into guitar, you're into piano, you're into bass, oboe, it doesn't matter. Cello, it doesn't matter. Beethoven was fucking deaf yeah. and wrote music that 
is it has inspired so much to this day and still does and the dialects and language and linguistics and all that shit doesn't matter when music hits you you feel it yeah there are certain songs like yellow lead better or yeah or um you know black black yeah. or or kill them all or metallica's one where yeah. he's trapped in his body in the wounds of war and mm-hmm. and when that song hits you you feel it. There's something there that words can't explain. Yeah. Poets can't write it. You know, geniuses have it's something intangible that you just can't grasp, but you feel it and it hits you no matter where you're at in life, no matter who you are, you feel it. Yeah. It's um, universal. Yeah, just like um no Metallica's nothing else matters. Yes. You know, I mean that's you know, I I guess I've had it in my head for years, you know, if I ever do get married or something. Yeah. I want that to be my wedding song. <laughs> nothing else matters? Yeah. Shit. And you're crazy, man. You might as well get Rolling Stones under my thumb or something. <laughs> no, just because that song is, you know, is um, is mostly about them always being out on the road, being away from their families and stuff. You know, I never looked at it that but, way. But no, um, but no, no matter how far they went, they always, you know, you know, there's that love and you know, feeling. Um, you know, the family was always there. I mean, they're with their family. You know, Metallica as a band, you no, know, they're a family, but you no, know, away from their own families. You know, it's just funny no, how that works. You know, no matter what was going on, it's you know nothing else matters, and that's pretty much mm. what the song. You know, cause I have looked, I looked it up because that's one of my. See, I haven't songs. done that. I just kind of took it for what it was, and that's that's the beauty of the art or the the. You, you know, it's you, subjective. You, you took it. Um, uh, you had your own. Uh, I had my uh, own. Like like this guy's been through so much shit, and now nothing else matters. Like, yeah. Like what's the fucking point? Yeah, you had your own point of view on how the yeah, song was. Yeah, because I didn't look it up. I wanted to interpret it. I wanted to see what my archaic caveman brain was going to get from it. And that, I, you know, like we're speaking about Metallica. There's that song, uh, King Nothing. Oh, yeah. The guy's doing all this to try and be something he's not or whatever mm-hmm. and ends up being, yeah, you're the king now, but there ain't nobody there to rule over because you fucked everybody over or you screwed everybody off or you pushed them away or whatever yeah. the case may be. Now you're king, sure, but you're king of nothing. You no. got nothing. You know what? I I mean, I love that song. I mean, it'll come on. And I never really thought about, you know what it is. I just like, I like the the beat, the you know, the music. Yeah, and, it was just fucking, it, it, it just, yeah. you're just like, and so yeah, let's hit the gas pedal. Yeah, and I know the lyrics and everything, but I never really like, actually listen to the lyrics you know I, li- I hear them but I didn't really listen to them yeah well the one, like the song like that that hit me and I can't listen to it when I drive because I'll get a fucking ticket for sure is Fuel <laughs> Metallica's Fuel oh, oh my god I'm fucking going 80 at oh, least oh yeah it's yeah. just I'm putting the pedal down I don't care if I'm in a four cylinder Yugo I'm I'm hitting the pedal <laughs> man we're gonna we're gonna feel like we're doing something yeah but but you know that's the beauty of music and it's like you know it could be you know, screaming, you know, like Slipknot, you know, yeah. uh, or it could be, you know, the other Slipknot when it's more mellow. Oh, are uh, you talking about Stone Sour? No, no, Snuff. Snuff, okay, you're um, right, you're right, I'm Slipknot. sorry. Stone Sour was a different project, that was an alternate band, that you're was, right, you're uh, right. That was uh, uh, Corey Taylor and uh, Jim Root, that was their other band. You know what I like but about it? they started it? their first, uh, it was Stone Sour first before they did uh Yeah, Slipknot. he was doing that, yeah, well, yeah. Like a lot, a lot of bands have done that. Yeah. Um, the, what I like about shit like that, even if it stays the whole band as a whole, and they don't branch off into side projects or, or have projects before this said band, mm-hmm. if they do something like uh, like Disturb when they did the Sound of Silence, oh, I love that song, dude. 
Everybody expected him to do the, oh, ah, ah, you know, yeah. that shit, and he didn't. He paid tribute to the song, and he did it. It showed his fucking range. Mm-hmm. It showed that he wasn't just some fucking gorilla on stage, you know, screaming and doing, you know, because he's wrote all his songs and he does what people expect. He did it. He, it, it fuck, I don't even have he, the words for it. He made it more beautiful. It yeah, was. I mean, I, I as a kid, I listened to Simon Garfunkel. My dad had the, yeah. the records. And so, you know, Bridge Over Troubled Waters, um, you know, Sound of Silence. But Sound of Silence, it was more like a fast, fast pace of the original. But then with Disturbed in there, they had a more, like, slowed yeah, they, it down. Yeah, they mellowed, they evened that shit out. And it's an awesome song. Uh, even after it came out, I started, I was looking up everything on YouTube, you know, like interviews or whatever. And they said when uh, um, uh, 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 David Draymond uh, got into the studio and... Uh, lay down his vocals I guess at the end of the session there wasn't a dry eye in the house right because he just threw so much passion um, you know into that song and it's a beautiful song yeah and I've I've sat there and thought about it for a long time and it's I've had the thought in my head of what the meaning behind it was for a long time without looking it up is uh, he goes uh, there are people speaking without making sound uh, um, uh, sign language uh, uh, people uh, people hearing without listening right um, right they're uh, looking at yeah. the sign language that they're they're speaking with their hands mm-hmm. and he's uh they're hearing without you know and they're speaking without making sound and all that and so it's sign language there's they're watching the sign language and it's the sound of silence because they're saying everything they're talking they're communicating they're 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 expressing so many things but there's never a sound made the whole fucking time Really? You know, I never looked at it like that. That's what I'm saying. I've started thinking about all this stuff. I ran into a guy years ago when I was working at a a company, and we were, uh, he goes, are you into oldies? And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I like oldies. You know, I used to hate all that shit when I was a kid. I love it all now. I Mm -hmm. love every genre of music, except for fucking accordion. The only accordion acceptable is Weird Al Yankovic, so fuck you before you jump on my nuts with that, (laughs) faggot. Yeah, you better, you better, yeah. Weird Al Yankovic (laughs) is the only acceptable accordion. Well, I don't know. There's Raymond Ayala. It's growing on me, okay? Let me just say that it's growing on me. It's not, I don't rebuke it as much as I used to, you know? It does have its place. It does. It's definitely a fucking hell of a talent to play that wacky slinky box of buttons and shit. Yeah. I mean, look at the fucking what is it? Scottish or Celtics that play that bagpipe? I mean, you got a bag full of air and a bunch of tubes poking out. It look like a fucking porcupine. It. That's some talent. Wait, and um, uh, uh, um, uh, was it uh, Jonathan uh, uh, Davis? He can play uh, bagpipe. Yeah, exactly. When, when, like when, when I, they did shoots and ladders when, and shit. When I oh seen my him, god! When I seen him in concert. Yes. He brought out the the bagpipe. When they did that shit, I wasn't into uh, bagpipes. <clears throat> and when they did that, I was like, "Holy shit!" He just made that fucking cool, dude. And but like I was saying, I ran into a guy one time. And he was listening to oldies, and we put it on, and eighteen with a bullet came on. Mm. And I said, "Bro, he's talking about his dick." He goes, what? <laughs> no. I said, listen to it. I'm 18 with a bullet. I got my finger on the trigger. I'm going to pull it. <laughs> and he's talking the whole time. He's talking about having sex for the first time or having, you know, he's talking about his dick, bro. I said, there's secret messages in all these old songs. All of them. And he, he was just, he, I said, play the song. We stopped working just so we could hear the song. He was the boss, so he could do what we, could oh, do what yeah. we want. <laughs> and so he was sitting there and he's like, holy shit, dude. I've listened to this song for years and I never thought of that. I said, yeah. I said, there's secret messages in everything. Like, okay, 
We're on oldies, right? Right. Crystal Blue Persuasion. What's that about? Crystal Blue Persuasion. Mm, I would have to hear it out. That one I can't think of off the top of my head. Let's see if we if we don't get in trouble for monetization on Spotify here. Disclaimer, we are playing these songs from Spotify. And so, like, there's just a ton of them. Like, I mean, hell, Neil Diamond did the Pot Smoker song. Right. I was talking about this with uh, one of my mom's friends from when I was growing up, and she started going, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. It was ruining her fucking childhood or life. Or I was like... I'm not trying to ruin your life. I'm just saying, you know, you you kind of glossed over this. You turned your head. You didn't, you know, it's there. And you didn't want to acknowledge it, but, you know, it's there. Yeah, so, um, actually, I've been, I was thinking, too, you know, talking about music and stuff. Um, so, what do you think about covers? Okay. When it comes to covers, like Sound of Silence. Yeah. They knocked it out of the park. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Generally, I'm not for remakes, covers, redoing movies, reboots, blah, blah, blah. It's generally a bad idea in my book to me. But no there movie. are times like when <clears throat> The Rock did Walking Tall. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Gone in 60 seconds. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who are out there pushing the boundaries, defying people, telling them, don't fuck with the classics. Don't. The ones that are out there doing it, they're kind of convincing me that, you know, hey, there is a possibility. If you don't fuck it up, but that, that crow shit, they're redoing the crow. Yeah, fuck no. you. That is Brandon Lee, motherfucker. Don't touch that shit, you yeah. dumb bastard. The yeah. Bruce Lee's kid. Don't don't you fuck that. Watch. Yeah. If, I swear to God, did. if they fucking mess with Enter the Dragon, no. I'm going to set some shit on fire. No, I fucking yeah, no. don't fuck with Bruce Lee. That is, mm, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know covers on music it's been going on since way back when because it's like a little all along watchtower that that was a re that was a cover yes yes Jimi hendrix did some covers and i would took me a long time to figure that out that was um um that was uh uh vaughn no um that was stevie ray vaughn well, no he did no i'm sorry he did little wing or kicking wing or whatever mm, it is um damn it um uh, He's like a poet type singer. Uh, I just can't think of his name. Well, um, you look it up. We got the internet. Yeah, and then we'll just have to. While you're it. looking it up, I'll play that Crystal Blue Persuasion so you can get a an idea of what it sounds like. Hopefully, it won't get some stupid ads here. <laughs> of course, we get an ad <laughs> right away. See, because you talked and your because I talked about phone, remakes and covers and, and your phone. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know that movie about Whitney Houston. I don't know. My, I don't know. I wasn't. Uh, I can't. I don't want to see it to see what it's about. But it's here. Here. So you tell me what you think they're talking about. Okay. 
So yeah, yeah no, I, I got my own so. theory on it, but to not taint the science experiment, I want to hear what you got out of that. I really don't. That's one of those. Like, I mean, I've, now I know I heard the song before. Right, right. But it's not. It's I wasn't. It's not one of those that actually listened. It. It's like you know, I like the the music. It's what's kind. I of, love the song. Great song. Classic. But as I got older, I started studying it. So you have no idea. Or you have no thoughts. No opinions on it. No. Okay. Think about the first lyric. The sun is arising. Most definitely, they've been up all night. Mm. A new day is coming. This is the start of another day. People are changing. What have they been doing all night? Probably Crystal get, meth. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've probably been getting on one all night. Yes. Mr. Bojangles? Mm-hmm. It's a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. It's there, bro. It's been there for years. People just like, you know. Yeah. Um, it was, and look at the generation it was written in. The 60s? Yeah. Love, drugs, music. Yeah, the, um, like shit's any different today, but you know, yeah. Uh, All along the Watchtower was originally done by Bob Dylan. That's it. Do you know who Bob Dylan's son is? Uh, the lead singer for oh, um, he did One Headlight. Oh, oh what was it? Uh, I, I believe, if I'm not wrong, I believe uh, it was the Wallflowers. Wallflowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I hear that song like every day at work. Ain't that some shit? Like, you were so talented, when you shot your shot, your gen- your ne- the next generation, your genetics made some famous talent. Yeah, that was, what, in the 90s when uh, they were... You know, I, that's, uh, you know, time travel, I want to go back. Yeah, 90, the box? 90s, bro, you remember the box. the box? Oh, man. When we'd sit there for hours hoping somebody would punch in the video we wanted, we'd have to sit through Baby one more time just to find... <laughs> A Metallica song or a Guns N' Roses song to come on? Uh, Coolio. Coolio. Oh, and then the Amish Paradise. Paradise. Uh, Oh, yeah. They actually played the Weird Al, and I was like, oh, yeah. Do you remember we (laughs) talked years ago about this, the fun fact that Weird Al contacted all the people he wanted to do the parodies of the songs for, Mm -hmm. and Coolio came back pissed off, but Weird Al was like, too fucking late, bro. You already gave me the okay. See, what happened with that, so, yeah, Weird Al, I mean, he doesn't have to, but as a respectable artist, you know, he respects the music that all these artists are doing. So he, you know, reaches out to him. He's like, hey, I would like, you know, to do a cover. And get your blessing. blessing. Yeah, with yeah. your blessing. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he asked Michael Jackson and he, did, you know, he was able, gave him his blessing to do fat, you know, eat it. And then, um, what uh, Chameleon Airs, uh, uh, Ride and Dirty. He did White and Nerdy. Oh, I fucking love that. Now, speaking and, of the remakes, I love that shit. That's yeah, funny. That's and, a parody. Yeah. Parody. Parody, yeah. And uh, Chameleon Air, uh, he came out and said, you know you made it when Weird Al uh, does your song. Exactly. All the times that people hated or went backlashed on him for doing it turned mm-hmm. into like, okay, you know you're badass mm-hmm. when you get yeah. parodied by Weird Al. Yeah, so the whole issue with Coolio is... Um, Weird Al's a record company reached out, and I guess they talked to his uh, Coolio's um, uh, uh, record label ma- manager. Yeah, the label manager, and he said, "Yeah." Ah. So then Weird Al okay, went and did it. Oh, so Coolio okay. wasn't wasn't in the loop, I guess. 
And so when they saw him, you know, he was pissed off. He was like, yeah, you know. Mm, that uh, makes sense. Okay, that out. makes sense. So, they you know, but then years later, you no, know, they both showed up. Uh, I think it was the Grammys or something. Weird Al had the same hair hairstyle. <laughs> that's right. Coolio. Oh, my God. That's right. I remember that. So, you know, they, uh, you know, rest in peace, Coolio. But, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they, it was no big deal. I mean, you know, Gigs of Paradise was a serious song. Very serious and, song, and if we're and now, Coolio was a very smart dude, very yeah. talented, very wise. Yeah, and I have my own conspiracy theories about that, but you made me agree not to go into that shit because <laughs> we're gonna keep it sociable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to start my own solo podcast just to rant and rave and bring ours down in, in votes because I, oh he's associated with that fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, see you're gonna fuck up my 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 reputation. <laughs> hey man, that guy shit sounds like shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you know, I mean, that's you know, this is the beauty of music. I mean, I, I can listen to Weird Al for hours. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I still haven't seen his movie. And then the what there was a movie that he was a part of the making of his life, and he was on Conan for it. And I saw the interview, I still haven't seen that because he did that old movie UHF or yep. VHF, UHF, UHF. So yeah. I got it right the first time. Yeah, I haven't seen that. What? I haven't, dude, bro. I oh, that's one of my, my favorite movies as a kid. I mean, it's a parody of no parodies you know just you know this is 80s yeah and uh <clears throat> weird the owl story you know, that's what it's called da- thank uh, you daniel radcliffe uh, yes i think he did harry a pretty Potter. good job <laughs> and and that the whole movie is a parody of music movies yeah you know like oh they have you know dr- drug problems alcohol problems you don't know their families. You but know, see, Weird Al had his own. Their families don't know, um, you know, uh, uh, support them in doing what they did. But Weird, uh, Al, Weird Al, um, his family, his parents are the ones that got him the accordion. They were all they were all supportive of him, and so you know everything in the movie it was all bullshit. But it was just a parody of parodies, <laughs> and of course he. Uh, um, he recorded uh, some of his, uh, you know, classic songs. Because Daniel Radcliffe didn't sing any; he lip synced. He, uh, in fact, learned how to play the accordion did from learn. Weird Al. To, he did, I did learn. I did watch that interview. Uh, yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah. That was good. And Conan was still the great Conan. Please come back to Simpsons because the Simpsons suck now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Without you and David X. Cohen and Mel Brooks, you know, it, it's just not. It's not the same. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, or not Mel Brooks? No. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Friend, you were uh, right. Uh, yeah, producer for The Simpsons. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> but no, Mel Brooks is a part of it. I think Mel Brooks. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Look that shit up. No. Look that shit up. Mel Brooks. I think he may have shown up on the show before. Mm, no, he was definitely on the show, but he he. There's Matt Groening, creator. Yeah. There is. Uh, was that one of my dogs screaming? No, it's Anthony closing the door. Oh, he's playing Fortnite in there. Yeah, Matt Groening, David X. Cohen. I mean, they they were writers. Well, and and then Cohen James L. Brooks. James L. Brooks. Yeah, probably his fucking brother, <laughs> <laughs> his cousin. Just twice like removed and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're related in name only. Oh well, don't um, cry for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, my uncle, uh, he's texting me right now. He's like, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, no, working on a podcast. Working on a podcast. And, and he's yeah. like, nice. I heard your first one. Mm. Oh, wow. So my uncle actually listened. Frank? Yeah. Well, What's up, Frank? Yeah. So Frank the Tank? Yep. Yeah. I remember, I remember the first time I met him, I was like, damn, bro, you're fucking huge. How did you get so muscular and big like that? He goes, lots of beer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try that, and my belly gets bigger. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> How when did I you get young, so lucky? <laughs> when I was younger, I, that's what he's like, yeah, no, uh, beer and red meat. <laughs> oh, uh, God bless beer and red meat. I put a new sticker on my truck my buddy got me, and it has a gal holding a couple of glocks over her boobies. It's just a cartoon drawing one, but it says I love titties, guns, and America. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, Let's go. Uh, you know, my redneck came out right now. Woohoo. You know. Oh see, you know when you're doing that, that made me think of uh that song. Uh uh, uh <laughs> it starts it starts off with that uh that woohoo. Oh um, um you know what song I'm talking uh, about. Blur. Blur, yeah. yeah, number yeah. two, yeah, number two, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because when I, we remember when all the uh, uh, Napster shit was going on and people were downloading music, uh-huh. and I downloaded it, and people would name it something different just so they could get your their song downloaded, right? And it came in as Blur number two. I was like, that can't be right. That's not right. That's not what the name of the song is. Is number two? I know that's bullshit. And then years later, as I finally got not lazy enough to use the internet that I had access to, that's the name of the fucking song. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Oh my god! What about all the times that you're singing lyrics wrong to a song, and you finally look it up, and you're like, "Holy shit, that is not at all what I thought it was." Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Yellow Lead Better or another one where he goes, "I don't know if it's a box or a bag." Yeah, and I'm like, "What?" I looked at the lyrics one day, and I'm like, "I've been mouthing words that make no sense they're unintelligible just to sell them singing along with it and it's a box or a bag <laughs> wow is he related to uh you know bob dylan too because i can't understand a fucking thing he says sometimes well it's almost like uh listening to uh smells like teen spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't know what the... even reading the lyrics i still don't understand what the fuck he's saying <laughs> what about that blink 182 song where he talks about the nightmare before christmas in the <clears> beginning <throat> We could be just like Jack and Sally if we want. Uh, and we'll have Halloween one. on Christmas. No, I don't remember that one. Christ, I got to find that song too? No, you don't got to find it. I'll listen to it later. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> they talk about Nightmare Before Christmas there. Led Zeppelin, in the beginning of one of their songs, talks about Lord of the Rings. They talk about Gollum. Yes. Um, no. Um, and the evil they, 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 one. They, they, uh, the uh, talk about the the shadow of Mordor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't. And he goes wh- and Gollum and the evil one. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the song, but yeah. Don't uh, judge my singing, fuckers. <laughs> I know I can't sing. Uh, I can but, sing if I'm like maybe uh, twelve pack in. Or, well, no. I'm half white, so I can only dance when I get really fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, when we were talking about songs that had meanings and stuff like that, about mm. people gone and lost and stuff like that, Blink-182 did a song called Adam's Song. Adam's Song, yeah. Where the, yeah. the kid had committed suicide mm-hmm. and, and his friends will never be in his room again. And and then the line where he goes, it turns out I was talking and the phone was never plugged in at all. Mm. Nobody heard his cries for help is what I thought. Oh, okay. He was calling out, phone, reference, yeah. you know, shit like that. And I was like, wow, that song is deep. 
and I thought they were just a dumbass fucking. 90s band all and the they showed things. so much fucking range it, yeah. like I didn't it's not to say that I didn't like them mm-hmm. I love the band intelligent damn talented motherfuckers but Travis Barker is fucking badass bro. on the fucking drums bro what about the dude from Limp Biscuit that did slap bass in a fucking bunny costume oh yeah dude was that the one that was always painted up yeah well he always had those black eyes like he put the contacts in to, to seal off thank you yeah he did those contacts to seal off the blackness or the whiteness from his eyes to make his eyes look like he was an alien or whatever. Right. And, uh, just, dude, badass bass player. Yeah. And then I was watching, um, what was that, Van Halen or something? One of the dudes of Van Halen. I can't remember who was it. It wasn't, um, was it Eddie? Or, uh, I can't remember who was doing it, but he did this 15 minute guitar solo. Mm hmm. Smoking a cigarette, putting it in the bands, playing, sitting down, standing up, walking around, just you know, wailing you, on this fucking you, guitar. You might be right. I think that was... Uh, and, and I was like, holy shit. And it's it doesn't get the praise it deserves. And maybe it did at the time. Yeah. But people have forgotten how talented this motherfucker really was. Mm-hmm. And then they break up over some stupid shit. I'm sure it was. Creative yeah. differences, you know, whatever they church it up to be. Well, David Lee Roth too. He wasn't. You, the best yeah, maybe it was David Lee Roth who did that. Uh, I know that he was the one. He was the reason that he got kicked out. Mm. But then he went and did his own solo shit. And I remember the first time I had heard Van Halen before this, but the first time I heard it and I was like, "That's it, I'm a fan forever." Was when they did that little car commercial with GI Joe picking up Barbie, and he goes, "Na na 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 na," you know. Um. Uh, you got me. Uh-huh. You really got me now. And then he's driving around this badass convertible, and then Barbie jumps in, and he's just being a badass, and it's just this whole um, stop motion thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just a badass commercial, and the song just kicked it off. Like when you hear a song, and you hit the gas pedal, and you drive fast, and you mm-hmm. just the feeling hits you, and you're just like, "Fucking let's go!" <laughs> and that song just hit it for me, and I was like, "I gotta find out who the fuck this is." And then years later, when I finally got internet, I was like. Holy shit, that was Van Halen? Yeah, um, I remember back in the day, my mom had a tape. I think it was my brother's tape, you know, with MTV when they actually played videos. I think the first song I ever heard by, uh, like, um, like with David Lee Roth was Jump. Yes. Jump, the California Girls. Oh. <laughs> what about? You know, that's the eight, that's 80. So, I mean, most of you that are listening to this probably won't even, I thought yet. Yeah. But we were probably seven, eight, probably around there, probably younger. I and remember uh, Montley <clears throat> Crew. Mm-hmm. I seen a video, you know, the drummer, famous drummer, had him on this rotisserie where he was going upside down. This motherfucker was playing his fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talented motherfucker. <clears throat> Dr. Feelgood. Yeah, well, <clears throat> with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, be, yeah. But, you know, being in the drums, um, was, uh, the drummer for Slipknot. Right. He did the same thing. Yes, I that's see, right. I, that's the other one I couldn't think I, of. I seen him in concert, and they strapped him in the harness, and he was just like a like five-minute drum slow, uh, solo, and he was just, you know, start off, you know, upright, and then just, like, turn... So he's on his side drumming, oh. and then he's like upside down. He's drumming, and then just you know, not just a whole three sixty while he's going. He was just like you know, you could literally just you know, you know, just going. Like yeah, it was all a fours, full articulating. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's just, you know, like, five-minute drum solo. And it was like, holy shit. I mean, You've seen, seen Slipknot in concert, huh? I've seen him, like, a couple times. Lucky bastard. Yeah, the first time... That's gotta I, be wild. First time I saw him was... Uh, was it Subliminal's uh, album came out? Wow. So, it was... Actually, I was able to see, uh, you know, the original band uh, before Chad Gray passed away. That sucks. Uh, then uh, the drummer, um, uh, he passed. Uh, they... Uh, they kicked out um, uh, the um, the percussionist, so you know they've had some changes to the band. But I mean, they're still they were they they were and still are a legendary band. Even if you don't like screamo or loud or metal, the fact <sighs> that they brought in what is it like four percussionists? They had a the band was yeah. like it was almost. No, I don't want to start a theory, but it was almost like they were modeled like the Wu Tang Clan, but for metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had what fourteen fucking members? No, nine. Nine was it? Nine, nine just like Wu Tang yeah. Clan. Then zero to eight. Those are uh, they. Each one was numbered, so it's zero to eight. See, I didn't know the number thing, but oh, you mean the Wu Tang Clan? No. Um, oh, Slipknot. Slipknot, yeah, dude. And you remember did. the rumor in high school that they were all a bunch of school teachers that. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't know if any of that shit was ever true. Yeah. I, to this day, I still haven't looked it up. I just like, oh, that's a cool idea. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, the uh, the youngest is Zero Sid. He's a, a DJ, and that's probably one of the first I think metal bands that kind of. I mean, you know, they had like Limp Bizkit, and everybody started to um, that yeah. uh, the the new metal. That's what yeah, that, that well, phase Limp Bizkit was. was no new metal, but they yeah. were. I don't know. They were. I don't know what fucking genre they got put yeah. under, but it wasn't metal. Yeah, it was well, the, the new metal. I don't yeah. know what the hell, but then you know it's corn, corn, Slipknot. That's a fucking talent right and there. Corn, yeah, they're shit been together what since the nineties. Yeah, I mean, I remember you had uh, follow the leader. Yeah, well, and you remember asking people, hey, do you like corn, the food or the group? Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, one spelled with a backwards K. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Or a backwards R, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Oh, and speaking of corn and uh, how we're talking about uh, covers, they did a version of one. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, Metallica's it, one. Yes, I remember they did a cover of "Brick in the Wall." Yeah, they did that one too. Uh, <coughs> no, they did a whole album of covers, didn't they? Or was that just Johnny Cash that did a whole album of covers? I think it was Johnny Cash. Um, but no, with the corn, it was for um, Icon. No, uh, it was a meta- uh, oh, MTV's oh, icon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think Snoop even did a fucking cover or some shit, which is like Snoop Dogg's in everything. Yeah, I'm like okay, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I think I thought Corn's uh, uh, version of one was re- done really well. I mean, Jonathan Davis' vocals. Yeah. You know, I mean, he has some range. Yeah. Uh, you know, he can you know be screaming, but then he could you know kind of like David Draven from Disturbed. Yeah. But you know they're different pitches well but i mean get them should yeah. get them both on a song together i mean that should be fucking epic you know that's another thing that i was getting into lately that i i didn't i didn't know if i wanted to get into it or not but there's been these mashups online mm-hmm. holy shit some of these are <clears throat> fucking awesome well, like they- two totally different genres two totally different mindsets backgrounds everything mm-hmm. and they just fucking go together like Lamb and tuna fish, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. Um, uh, Lincoln Park and uh, Jay Z, they did that mashup album. Well, didn't Jay Z do that gray album? 
Uh, or was that no? That was a DJ that yeah. made his own. No, it, but this, no, this was actually a collaboration between Jay Z and uh, Lincoln Park. They did not. Uh, was it? It was like a thing, Numb and Ninety Nine Problems or something. So they used like the music from like Lincoln Park song on uh, Jay Z track, and then they'd use the beat from Jay Z track on the Lincoln Park song. You know what I think started all that is Aerosmith. And run DMC. Exactly right. Thank you. I think that started it off. That was two totally different genres, and they when you heard that shit, you're like, "Holy fuck! This is legendary. This is the greatest shit ever." Yeah. That fuck was, sliced bread. This is it. You know, back in the '80s, when <clears throat> you know it was, it was um, unheard of. You know, seeing you know two different genres. You know, rap and yeah, uh, uh, rock. I mean, like Blondie, she had the first rap song be played on MTV. What was her first rap song? Uh, Rapture. Rapture was. A, I believe I that was. That. I believe that was one of her first songs because uh, she even talks about um, uh, what, some rappers too, and like you know, this is like the beginning of MTV days. So maybe Gangster Delight or no, Rappers Delight. Was it Rappers Delight? No, uh, Rappers Delight. Yeah, that was uh, the first one. Yeah. Uh, that was a uh, Sugar, Sugar Hill, Hill Gang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was. I mean, that's. <laughs> Fuck, that's like a twelve minute song, <laughs> and this shit is still fucking hits today. <laughs> well, what about um, like how two things that okay? So you got movies, you got music. Mm-hmm. They always have a soundtrack to the movies, whatever. You got skits. You got Saturday Night Live, Wayne's World turned into movies from a skit. Involved Aerosmith, involved Pearl Jam, involved all these bands. Then there's the soundtrack that comes out, and you got movies, music. All of this came from a skit on Saturday Night Live. Well, actually, get started before Saturday Night Live. Very, very true. The the Wayne's World, they, I don't know, some show up in Canada or some that they did. Well, because Mike Myers is Canadian, yeah. yeah. So they had that, then... We got hired on for SNL, yeah. and then you know that's where he came up with uh, the idea. <laughs> I just started thinking about when he did that bit on Saturday Night Live. Hi, my name is Simon, and he's in the bathtub the whole time, uh-huh. and he's reaching over for his rubber duck, and he turns around and he goes, "Are you looking at my bum, you bum looker?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, that shit was funny." <laughs> Oh, I mean, those S- 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 those SNL skits are. I mean, they're just classics. I mean, anything with Chris Farley, dude. Rest in peace, Chris. Have Farley. you heard the Adam Sandler his newer song? Yes. About oh my, oh my god, god, that's my fucking f- makes me I'm, sad as yeah, fuck, dude. I've seen I've seen it a few times. Like, there's uh, a video of it. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it, I just it, it came on Pandora and I was like, download. No, it was a uh, um, it was on one of his standups. It was at the very end, and he's wow. like, yeah. You know, I'm talking about my fucking boy, Chris Farley. Yeah, and he was and, like, you're listening to the KC and the Sunshine Band, and why are you crying? Because I'm just thinking yeah, about my, my dad. dad. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude, there it is. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, there would be, uh, without you, there would be no lady in Lunch Lady Land. Yeah, and what would it be like <laughs> in Grown Ups 3 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, yeah. that would have been legendary if he was in Grown Ups. Oh, my yeah. God. Even if it was the smallest part. Uh-huh. And that, that whole song, I came home and I started watching Billy Madison and fucking going back into it. And, and, uh, Dude, that's the thing right there. He started making movies with just his friends. Mm-hmm. They did shit that made them laugh, and it became everything. Everything they thought it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in SNL, they've been doing movies based on these skits. Yeah, like Superstar. You know, for, for years. <laughs> um, like, The Three Amigos. That was produced by Lorne Michaels. 
that, that, that even wow, the, they, you're they, right. they weren't it wasn't an SNL skit, but I mean it was <laughs> SNL characters. Yeah, you know, you're right. Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin. He wasn't. Yeah, part I didn't of even the, realize that Steve Martin wasn't part of the cast, but I mean he always. Uh, um, uh, inspiration opened, or... opened up the show yeah uh, true. Than, oh yeah Chevy Chase you know uh, he was on there so you, know, you get these three guys that have been on SNL oh do a movie I, mean, I, I love uh, Chevy Chase Migos. is fucking awesome dude I bought all four family vacations from National Lampoon I bought all of them. the Vegas one is my favorite one uh, always had know. a crush on that on the on the on the daughter that was uh, the brunette uh huh I always had a big crush on her Oof. I don't know. They always changed. Uh, yeah, they changed the characters, but it, it the mom like, and dad were always the same. But I think it was like Julia Lewis was one of the daughters at one time. Something like that. I, I know the mom and dad were always the same, yeah, but Russ um, and, and what... I forget the daughter's uh, name. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, what a uh, Christmas vacation. Uh, the that Russ, was awesome. The Russ, that, that was... Uh, what's his name from Big Bang Theory? Wait, 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 wait. Christmas vacation where they bring the RV and he's pumping the shitter out in the shitter's full. Hey, shitter's full. (laughs) You know, took our jobs. And, and, uh, yeah, that one right there. He was from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Wait a minute. That Russ was from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I can't Uh, remember his face right now. I keep thinking of the Vegas one. Because he keeps winning the cars when he puts the money Mm -hmm. in. And then I think even in the First vacation, I think that was. Um, uh, uh, I can bring it up. I got it on the. Oh, I can bring it up here. I got it on the. Um, let's see. I got it on my booty right here. So you look at this. Um, I can bring up the categories right now, and I can show you the. Uh, let's see if it pops up. Well, you won't be able to see it, but I can see it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the <laughs> listeners won't be able to see it, but. Because I don't want to get busted for copyright infringement or anything like that. So let's go to movies and then I go down and see. I just bought powder the other day, too. Oh, yeah. I remember you were telling me about that. Okay, here we go. Christmas fe- bundle and save right there. See, I got all four of those. Oh, and I, wow. And then I open it up. That Violent Night, where oh. where the sheriff from uh, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Holy shit. John Leguizamo's in there. Yeah. That is every violent Santa movie you've ever wanted to have. It's the fucking best, dude. I, I I heard a yeah. I forgot all about that movie. I've been wanting to watch it. Okay, so there's the first one right there. It's just called Vacation. Yeah. Then there's European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, and Vegas Vacation. Okay. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. So he was the. Uh, so Russ if I go, in the if I go, one. I can get cast and crew right here. Oh, there you go. So Beverly D'Angelo yeah, was always the wife. Yeah. Diane Ladd was Nora. Oh, Nora. Randy Quaid. This yeah. is the Vegas one or Christmas one. Oh yeah. Okay, so where's the son that you said was from? <clears throat> what's his name? What Jeremy yeah. Chelik? No, uh, no, that's the director. No. Uh, Chechik. Uh, go down. Oh, oh yeah, Doris Roberts. Yeah. And oh, um, May May Questo, who the Aunt Bethany. You know she was the voice of Betty Boop. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, in back in the thirties. Wow. Yeah, I actually looked it up one day and uh, like, okay. oh, she, you know, she was the original voice of uh, of Betty Boop. Aunt Bethany, really? Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I could hear that in her voice, and I was like, yeah. I know that voice. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, uh, John uh, Johnny Glucky. That's playing. Uh, he's done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's been, You're uh, right. Big Bang Theory. There it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but they always uh, changed uh, Russ in all the vacation movies. Yeah, they changed all the kids and all that stuff, but Randy Quaid and all of that, they were always the same. The mom and dad were the same. Yeah. Because nobody could play Randy Quaid. Oh, nobody. Everybody's got a dopey-ass teenage kid that they could be playing Russ. Yeah. But uh, what's her name? Let's see. What was her name? Audrey. Yeah, Audrey. Marisol Nichols. Yeah, let's see then. Dude. And Bro, I seen that movie and I was like, "Damn!" I, I knew then I had a big in, thing for brunettes and in, brown uh, eyes. Uh, in Christmas Vacation, that was a different actress. Yeah, so and let's that, go back to that. That was. Um, let's go back to that one because that was Christmas Vacation right there. So that was Diane Ladd. No, no, no. no sorry, that no. she played Nora. No, let's it go was back. Uh, uh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis Dreyfus. Yeah. No. Oh no. no. Where I'm sorry, Juliet Lewis. Yeah. Her. You know, from, uh, what's that movie with uh, Woody Harrelson? Um, uh, when they He's go done on, a bunch. When they uh, go on the killing spree. Oh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born I still Killers. haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. I've watched American History X. I haven't seen Apt Pupil. And then... Um, that was a short story. Uh, Apt from, Pupil? From uh, Stephen King. Apt Pupil. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, there was a... Um, he did a book. I forgot what. Uh, Didn't well, the dude who played the bad guy in there, the Nazi bad guy, wasn't he? That was Gandalf. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Stinky did us a book of a bunch of short stories. Um, it had uh, The App Pupil, um, The Body, which was Stand By Me. Mm. And uh, uh, there was a couple others, too, that they... Um, turn into movies and stuff. So in uh, you know, um, so that's how the uh, one that the one that it might not be the most popular or the most heard of, but the one I always liked was Sometimes They Come Back. That one I don't remember. I don't it was it had this badass Chevy I think it was a fifty seven Chevy in there or something. I fucking dude gears and oil run through my body, dude. I'm a it's not blood that's in here, it's ten W thirty or something. I don't know. <laughs> That, oh, dude, I just remember that car and that movie. That was good. Wasn't Christine one of his? That was, uh, um, yeah, that was uh, no, Stephen King. Did did he do Carrie? Yeah, yeah. That Man, he, he just has Carrie. a thing for that, dude. That's it, just his deal, bro. He just, no. fuck. So have you read any of uh, Stephen King's books? Dude, I have books. I have a four-part series up there. I can't even get started because I'm never... I never have time. We we're forcing ourselves to carve out time so we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just you know, we were trying to do it we we're trying to redo last, you know, yeah. episode two, which now we're doing episode two point one. So next one's not gonna be two point two, it's gonna be three, okay? <laughs> we're not doing that version yeah. shit. Yeah, um my the only book I've actually read was it. Uh I was up in South Dakota, I was at uh I was gonna hop on a bus, uh visiting my dad. So I was coming back to California. Uh, fuck, it was going to be uh, like a two and a half day trip. Damn. From you some, were riding the bus or driving? Yeah, from, from the bus. Jesus Christ, Greyhound? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so I'm sitting in, uh, uh, you know, this little bus depot, and uh, they got books, and I'm like seeing it. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I watched that movie as a kid, uh, the, the miniseries. And that movie fucking creeped me out as a kid. 
I mean, Tim Curry. Uh, uh, but, you know, but then you have all of these other actors, too. I mean, fucking um, Seth Green, he was in there. Um, uh, jo- uh, Jonathan Ritter. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Harry, uh, I forgot his name. Wasn't um, Jonathan Ritter the dude with the big hairy mole on his face? No. You sure? I'm pretty he sure. He had a fucking hairy mole on his face, I swear to God. I don't remember. Um, pretty sure. You know, they had all these, you know, different actors, you know, from what, early 90s was like 91, 90, 91, I think. And so I remember watching the, the first part uh, with my dad. And I was like, okay, so you no know, part two is in the show the next night. And right. My dad's like, oh, do you want to stay up and watch it? And I'm like, no, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like eight, you know what I mean? I, you know, I've been never been into horror movies and stuff. And then years later, you know, I finally watched it. And so I was in the bus depot. I seen the book. And I'm like, okay, you know, let me, let me get it. I got this long-ass bus ride. And it is a really good book. The, I'm sure the book is always better than the movie. It's really fucked up. Um, it's more uh, graphic than even... I'm sure. Even than the... Um, with the the new uh, uh, remake, dude, dude. That new remake. It's like, why did the dude have to be gay? It doesn't matter. Who cares if you're gay? But that had nothing to do with the story. But that was in the book. Oh, it was. So yeah, the see, uh, I didn't know that. So the the homophobic guy, they were like kind of teasing him. Mm. Um, yeah. So Pennywise does kill him in the book. Mm. But he only kills people from his past. That other dude had nothing to do with it. That was what didn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's it's probably shit they left out, but it's more into the book. I mean, see, that's yeah. the problem is I don't sit down and read the book. And uh, like, I'm like, no movie, I can, well, I don't like, have to read. When they're uh, when they're kids and they're trying to get out of the lair after they defeat him, you know, they get lost. So in the book, all the boys end up having sex with the girl. Hmm. And then, you know, just, you know, that way there's, like, you know, a piece of them all together or some... Oh, okay, some, so now they're linked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so even all that's, right. I mean, that's kind of weird shit. Then it gets more uh, the turtle. He's, like, a, uh, a villain uh, uh, compared to Pennywise. They're, mm-hmm. like, complete opposites, and, you know, that's in the book. It's, it's freaking... It's I a long-ass book, but it's weird as fuck. I think the new one is... Got its strong points. I haven't watched it yet. I have. I think it has its strong points. There are things that about... There are things about remakes that drive me batshit crazy. When they redid that, Tim Curry's still alive. Still, Tim yeah. Curry still has talents. Tim Curry is still a badass actor. Why not fucking use him? I, but don't get me wrong, that new Pennywise. He's wheelchair ridden right now. Oh, are you I know, shitting I know, me? I know that he had uh, some. Uh, uh, he had some really bad uh, health issues. God damn. So it. he's not like acting or. Uh, that sucks. I believe. Okay, um, well, pretty, let me spin off to a different point. Um, Freddy Krueger, original dude, still alive. Mm-hmm. And they hire some Robert England. fucking dude to play his part when the legend is still here. Curry has used a wheelchair since having a major stroke in July 2012. As a result, he has shifted his work mostly to voice acting, although he has continued to perform as a singer and make appearances at fan conventions. In October 2020, Tim Curry reprised his role as Dr. Frankenfurter 
and a live table reading of the Rocky Horror Picture Show in support of the... We're not going to get political, <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so he hasn't... But Dude, he's still... I, I don't care what side of the fence the dude's on. Mm-hmm. For po- politics, legendary actor. Simple as that. And Clue. <laughs> Dude. That's, that's like one of the dumbest movies, but Clue, Clue was... Clue, 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 Clue. <laughs> Based on Clueless? Based, based on the board game. Oh, Clue. Clue. I never seen the movie Clue. Really? No, I got well, that one time that one summer that we were we I don't know how the fuck we had the money to do it, but we were watching movies all the time at the theater and we were running out of shit to watch. Mm-hmm. We were going to the movies every day. Me, Lalo and Melissa and everybody, we were going to hit movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And um we were running out of shit to watch. And so we went and saw Knives Out, and I was like, oh, this movie's going to suck, dude. It's going to be boring as shit. But no, the dude who played Captain yet. America's in there. Yeah. Holy fuck. Awesome-ass movie. Just like Clue, mm-hmm. the dude who played James Bond is in there. Yeah. It's and Craig. it, dude, fucking awesome. And then when Glass Onion came out, I started watching that one, and I watched it on that Soap Today Yeah, that's website. on uh, Netflix, right? Um. I don't know, but I, I, cause I aim to buy the movies that I want, mm-hmm. but if I can't find it like Sling Blade, I go to that site and I'll watch mm-hmm. it cause I really wanted to see it again. Yeah, I know. I think it's on uh, streaming on uh, Netflix. I think I've seen it. The on Glass Netflix. Onion? Yeah. Yeah. It's either that or Amazon Prime or something. Yeah. Well, I haven't, but, I haven't seen a Knives Out, but, but I, I heard dude, it was pretty good. You got to watch it. I fucking own a copy and I bought it on Vudu cause I can't, dude, it's legendary good. It starts off slow. It's a medium paced movie. But when it amps up, it fucking goes. Wow. And then Glass Onion just takes the fucking cake, dude. It is good. Edward Norton's in Glass Onion. Yeah, I like Edward Norton. Dude, we it to... is good. Okay, see, no, that's funny that you mentioned Edward Norton because in our last time we tried to do uh, our podcast, and then we had those technical issues, but we mm-hmm. were talking about Hulk. That's right. The incredible. He was a good, incredible Hulk. He was a good, incredible Hulk. He's not the best. I like Mark Ruffalo. Yes, yeah. He yeah, fits it. I mean, he fits it. Because you, you don't see him. I mean, after seeing, you know, American History X, you can't really see him as a scientist. Right. You know, the smartest guy on the planet. But then he planet. fucking does it. Um, but, I mean, Mark Ruffalo, yeah, no, he is a yeah. phenomenal Hulk. Yes. I mean, I hope they do another Hulk movie. Now, that's what I'm rooting for, is they redo a Hulk movie. Uh, did you watch the She-Hulk uh, series? No, I don't fucking, nope. Nope. Okay, so he uh, he makes an appearance. Hulk makes an appearance in a couple episodes, and then at the Fuck. end, they always got to wait. They, I didn't like it. I didn't like uh, the premise behind it. Well, it's just because they a, fucked a, it up. It's a lost dude, show, dude. I mean, they fucked it, it up, and then they brought in uh, Daredevil. So now Daredevil. Oh, God. Is, now Daredevil is part of the MCU. Okay, I don't know. I feel like Daredevil's love interest. In the Daredevil movie, his standalone Alexa. movie, her name is Nacho. Like, were you just craving nachos because you were high? I mean, okay. did you just get lazy with the naming? I mean, but then no, that was I'm very critical. Even if that, I love a Stan franchise. Lee. That was all Stan Lee, though. <laughs> I know that. Maybe his favorite food was nachos. And he's like, I got to work this in somehow. True or he believers. was eating nachos when he came up with the fucking idea. Who knows? Oh, yeah. I maybe, say, maybe. I say, I say give uh, She-Hulk. I can't one. ever criticize Stan Lee because he's one of the greatest comic book movie adaptations. He, dude, he's a fucking legend. Yeah, him and Ditko. Ditka? Mike Ditka? Ditko. Who the hell is Ditko? 
he was the one that did all the uh, drawings. Oh, you mean his partner? Dude? His I never, part- I never, yeah, read into that. I did, I did watch a little bit of the back history of it, but I never put too much effort into studying the. When it was, when I heard Stanley. I'm like, my ears are listening. Yeah, see, yeah, but he, uh, Steve Dip, Steve Ditko, that's what his name, the yeah. illustrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't. And then uh, he even after. Uh, I think he left Marvel. He went to DC and he was writing that rad bastard. Yeah, but <laughs> they did that a lot though too. Like, yeah, you know, well, that was back. You know, the whole point of Marvel was started up because of the spite DC. Mm-hmm. You know, Deadpool, Deadshot. You know, they they had characters to to spite other characters. Okay, you know, something that's thinking about. I watched on uh, Big Bang Theory. All right, so you have all these characters: Reed right. Richards, right. Fing Fang Foom, um, Sue Storm, all these characters have same initials <laughs> and most of. Uh, wow, you're right. I did. You know what? I did hear something about that, and it blew my mind. And then I forgot all about it. I saw something shiny. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> you almost had me there. I was like, what? What the fucking squirrel in here? <laughs> He almost had me there. I was like, for a second, I didn't react physically, but in my mind, I was like, holy shit, there's a fucking squirrel. Oh, with all these dogs, I wouldn't be surprised. So there'd be oh, a they would have killed it already. They're bred for badger hunting. They're they're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, you were saying they had the same initials, first yeah. and last name? Yeah, there's a... Um, see, I can't... Oh, I love that sound. I know, right? <laughs> that is just... Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you know when uh, you have family... You drink Corona. Yeah, well, you know, that's it. That's the, oh my God, you just fucking started a fire inside me with that Fast and the Furious. They, you're going to have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. And then they started bringing out Budweiser on the table. Now, nothing against Budweiser, but if you're going to say you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona, fucking stick with it. Yeah. Don't change that shit up, you fucking bastards. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hey, there's good beer so yeah i like it i mean i like it took me years to be able to drink it without a lime Mm -hmm. which i love having a lime in there yeah and i don't like lime and too much stuff lemon and lime and too much stuff but yeah i never do the salt no the salt's for uh those other people i don't know people who like salt on margarita glasses and shit like that well i don't mind it being doctored up no i know i'm not saying i got nothing against it it's just not for me i don't ever put the salt on there don't get me wrong i've had it brought to me with salt on there and i'm like holy shit that's bomb but it's not my go-to right i should say just to clarify um so oh um i like the familiar corona familiar you know i'm not big on that yeah my buddy when it first came out my buddies had to go almost to selma (laughs) <laughs> to go get them because they weren't around here yet. Really? They, they found it off of uh, um, the 198, I think. Yeah. Or the, no, no, not the one. Uh, off of the 43 or 41, one of those fucking. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they both uh, got 12 packs and now they hit me up. And I was like, oh shit, this is new Coronas. And they're freaking, I like them. They're really good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on them. I don't like. It's not my go-to to have a familiar or uh, what's that other one? Premier. <laughs> I mean, the Premier. one thing. Okay, so I, I don't got nothing against those if people like them. Premier's not bad. It's definitely an acquired taste having the different varieties of Corona. One thing they should definitely cancel is Corona Light because that tastes like shit. 
Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not against light beers and things like that, but Corona light, fuck that. Yeah. And I'm a Corona fan for life. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Just doesn't seem, I, I don't know. But it is what it is. People yeah. like it. People, uh, you know, it's whatever. You know what? I was watching, uh, earlier, I was watching uh, YouTube. And, um, you know, I, you know, I watch whatever, you know, top ten lists and shit. And uh, so I watched a lot of Watch Mojo because they're all just. I still haven't seen that one. Top, you told me top, to watch. Uh, top ten, top twenty list. So they did top twenty uh, most violent games, and uh, they're just listening to all these. Uh, Dead Space, uh, Doom, uh, of course, Mortal Kombat's number one. Oh man. You know, because of Mortal Kombat is why they came up with those, uh, the, uh, was it ERSB ratings? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and that was back in 90, what, 94, 93, 94, something like that. It's very hard not to get political because there's politics behind that bullshit. It's yeah. very hard not to. Yes, and I, I know where you're going to... Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I promise and I it, won't say it on this one, but eventually was, that shit's going to bleed. But it was probably the same that did... Uh, yeah. Okay, but the same that did back in the 80s with uh, when D. Snyder went to fucking court wearing his fucking leather pants <laughs> and, and shit. <laughs> and he's a smart motherfucker. He is a smart motherfucker. And he fucking laid it down for, um, you know, that politically, you know, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, and, he's and, been charged and he was, with political bullshit He was, um, you know, defending, you know, the music. Yeah. But that's when they came out with, uh, you know, the explicit lyrics. Uh, yeah, explicit content. It's yeah. the same motherfuckers behind that shit. Like, okay, you know what? You can put out all the fucking labels and the warnings and bullshit on stuff all you want, but if you're not a fucking parent, don't make excuses, okay? Mm -hmm. They did a South Park episode about that. Oh, they should be teaching you about sex in schools. No, motherfucker. You had sex. You should be able to teach your product of sex about sex, motherfucker. Don't yeah. neglect your responsibilities. Yeah, you know? when, when we were in school, like my mom would have to, we have to sign that, get that, yeah, because they, they had sex ed in schools. Yeah. yeah, so my mom would have to would they have a meeting? So my mom would go see exactly what they're gonna say, what they wanted me to learn. But fuck, I'm 40 years old and I still don't know shit about sex. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I, I mean, I, I got those classes and I'm just like, oh. Did we get to see anything cool? No, we had to watch those birthing movies and shit. I'm like, nope. Yeah, some nope. sort of the spank bank litter. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know about that, but I ain't watching birthing movies and going to no bank, so to speak. <laughs> I tell you that. Nope. I'd rather just go watch The Shining. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, uh, I've, that I've never seen. you never seen that? I have never I, seen I that. like the movie. Don't get me wrong. I, I have, a, I have a, an affinity for certain... Horror movies, scary movies, but my thing has always been action. Yeah. Explosions. I know I'm a guy. I get that shit. Comedies. But, you know, there are women out there, too, that like action movies. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's comedy, and I've been into documentaries forever because I definitely like learning about shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll watch, uh, you know, of course, anything on Stanley. Anything yeah. on Marvel and uh, you know it's just um, you know my favorite bands 
uh, you know, anything like Metallica, Slipknot, you know, just you no know, background yeah. history on them. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I can tell you everything about Metallica. <laughs> yeah, that's my tippy-top number one band yeah, of yeah, all the, time. Oh, yeah, mine too. Uh, you know, then down it, it changes, but Metallica is always number one. That's always going to be the top, tippy top for me. Top of my list. Yeah. Go to. One of the most influential bands in they've my played opinion. In, in fact, they've played in every country That's, in the world. Even They're one of the Arctica. only bands yep. to play in every country in the world. Yep. Whether you love them or hate them, fucking legendary, you know, record right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a record held by nobody but them. <laughs> yeah. And many yeah. people strive to do that. Yeah. And... You know, Many bands, I should say. Um, they got their a new album coming out. I think it's coming. It's out already this year. out. Is, is it out already? Lux Electrica or whatever that it's called. I can't even remember. I'm, yeah. a t- I'm a Tippy Top fan, and I don't know the name of their new album. Uh, yeah. um, Lux Eterna. Lux Eterna. That's it. Yeah. I don't think the album's out yet. It's playing on Pandora. Oh, that that song is. Yeah. No, there's. You you can go to I, YouTube and I you heard, can see two three um I heard that there's Angry another, Suicide or whatever it's called. Yeah, there's another song that just came out. Oh yeah. But they're they're doing it smart those are the motherfuckers that started that Napster shit, Lars Ulrich. Yeah. And I was pissed the fuck off at him for a long time, but they're still my favorite band. Oh yeah. And then if you watch uh what's that, Some Kind of Monster uh-huh. and he was Lars Ulrich is sitting there in that interview and he goes, It's probably gonna piss a lot of fans off, but I don't care if you download our music. I just wanted us to be able to release it first before you start downloading it. And uh, I was like, you motherfucker, you started all this shit for whatever. The album is called 72 Seasons and is set to release on April 14th, 2023. Then how are we getting these singles? Because they're releasing singles. You know, and not the, the whole album. Yeah, they're not oh, going to do okay. the whole album. You know, just say, here, these are you know, the top couple songs. Those clever bastards. Hardwired to Self-Destruct was a good album. They were all good albums. I didn't particularly like Saint Anger. I, I liked it. I I like certain songs from it. Yeah, but it wasn't an album. It was one of the first albums they ever did. The probably the only album they ever did that I couldn't listen front to back without being like, eh. yeah. I mean, it was good. It felt forced. Yeah. Oh, bad backstory on that album. Uh, Jason Newstead had just left the band. Very true. Um. James Heffield was in rehab. Very true. So that was some kind of monster came out around that time too, because it, yeah. it, yeah, the, the doctor and that was one of the songs on, off of uh, that album. Yeah, um, off of Sin Anger, and you know, so uh, I mean, James Heffield was out in Russia, you know, go hunt hunting and stuff, but he's with all these guys. Drinking vodka for that's right. Know. Well, that was a part of some kind of monster part too, wasn't it? Uh, it was a part of it was the first one. You're right. You're right. And um, so you know that's it was they didn't know what they were gonna do with the band. You know they wanted to work on a new album. No, they had a contract. And of course they, they were, were still working with uh, Bob Rock, who's one of the probably greatest producers next to Rick He's Rubin. He's the one who well. Rick Rubin and Bob Rock, they're like the top producers for, you know, Slayer, you know, all Ozzy, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, so they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with the album. And so James Hetfield was, you know, in the rehab and he would be able to come out for a bit, like work on some music. But then he'd have to, you know, take off. So, I mean, it was really choppy. That's why it wasn't 
complete and then they didn't have a basis so they had to do all these uh, uh no auditions Trial runs, auditions yeah yeah and i guess even um i think marilyn manson's basis uh, auditioned for it twiggy was it twiggy no I don't remember. I can't remember his name. I haven't watched that documentary in a long time. Uh, I watched it only twice in my life, and the last time was maybe three, four months ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, and of course, then they went with Robert Trujillo. Which who and, used to be a part of Suicidal Tendencies. And he was uh, a basis for Ozzy. Exactly. Him and Newstead did that switch. Yeah. Which was yeah. bananas. But and, and, I was just talking about this with a guy at work the other day, and he goes, you know what sucks is Newstead hasn't done anything since then. Uh, I was like, that's right. And he was fantastic. He is fantastic. He, uh, he had a, a side project. He did, but it, it didn't take off. Because it was it, good, it, and it, was, it didn't take off. Like, I think like the, the, um, the founding member of that band had passed away or something. And then, Dude, he was just uh, hit with a lot of shit. Yeah. And when Metallica finally got their shit together after realizing their mistakes and they treated Rob right, they should have went back and tried to get Newstead in too. Yeah. Or do something double bassist. That would have been legendary. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, with uh, Robert Trujillo, like the reason why they uh, they got him because, you know, he's playing the bass with no pick. And he just got and, into it. And uh, he, they, and, they, could, they, were, they were vibing with it. And uh, uh, Kirk Hammond had said that he hadn't seen anybody doing that since Cliff. Exactly right. Because Cliff Burton, the yeah. ace of spades. That was his. That was his favorite poker card or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. You know, right. just like how he played the bass and just a young ass kid. You know, no pick. Just and he was Orion. Mm-hmm. You know, that was all him for. You know, I used to have a video of him doing a bass solo, and I don't know whatever. I think it's on that computer over there, and I don't know what I did with it, but it was good. And he was just like. Headbanging and had his long hair slinging, yeah. and he was still playing the bass. I was like, "That is legendary." Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, man, him he was bad though. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can hear it on "Kill 'Em All," uh, "Ride the Lightning." Yeah, um, I think "Master of Puppets" was his last album. I think he, I he, think he recorded. They recorded a lot of shit, but that was when the bus crashed. Yeah, and so they he, lost he, him. but he does have credits on a couple songs. Um, yeah, on uh, "Master of Puppets." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black album, as my it's gonna be my favorite album of all time. It is gonna be my favorite, and it sucks that that Burton wasn't a part of it. But Newstead really knocked it out of the park. I it wouldn't be. I don't think it would be the same album if Cliff would have been on it. You know that's true because different members different bring bring a different vibe, a different flow, and that that is very true. It does. And, and plus, does losing change. you know like their brother, and then you know they do another album with somebody new. And so it's it's gonna be different now. If it was like this, because you know, you know, you got to get a new vibe with this new guy. Yeah. So if you know they do all these albums and they go to the black album, if it's still Cliff, maybe they wouldn't be the same songs that are on there now. Maybe. And her Sandman may not have ever came about if, yeah, you know, if Cliff was on it. You know, That's just depending true. on how well, because that that album writing. is a lot of emotion. Yeah. from what happened, you know, you're you're fucking right, yeah, dude. It, That's true. They That's, could have been still like that speed metal band, and you know, who knows what direction went in. You know, that's definitely very true. But you know, like Black, they're self entitled. Self-titled album, yeah. Whatever you want to call, it. I call it the Black album. Yeah, everybody calls it Black. <laughs> I think that's what it's officially called. In yeah, fact. with the the, the, the rattlesnake little, and yeah, the don't tread on me. 
Yeah. The, yeah, Gats, you know the Gats and my, Snake on there? You know what? My brother, uh, he got that tattoo. Yeah? Yeah. Don't tread on me with the snake. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I mean it's a it's a great album. I, um, I'll listen to it front to back. There's people that I've I used to have a girlfriend up in Fresno and her sister, who I never thought would be a Metallica fan, in my wildest dreams, I never thought she'd be a Metallica fan. That was her favorite album of all time. Mm. And she goes, "Oh yeah, when I go to the gym and work out, I put that on and I'll listen to it front to back." I'm like, "You're fucking lying." She goes, "No, look." Showed me her phone and it was right there. I was like, "Son of a bitch." Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's that's. I mean, just depending on my mood. I mean, I may skip a couple songs, but I mean, that's. I mean, I have a vinyl. My sister bought it for me for Christmas, or Christmas, or my birthday. I think it was my birthday. She got uh, they got me a record. Her and my mom got me a record player, and she got me the Black Album. Man. And as soon as I got home, my I my room's thrashed. So I plugged it in and I just sat on the floor next to my record player. And, this listen to the fucking black album. I was like, of course, I don't know how to skip a song, so I'm gonna have to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's this. I mean, that 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 album is this. It's like my childhood. Um, yeah, know. I mean that's that was our adolescence. That was when we started maturing, changing. I don't know about maturing emotionally, but. I don't know how much matured we've been in the past. You know, there's no such thing as an adult. It's just a bunch of kids masquerading with responsibilities. Yeah, you have a point on that. I'm just saying, I'm still a big kid, you know? Like, Toys R Us coined it. I don't want to grow up. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck that. Why not? Why? I want to play with toys. Hey, I'll still watch cartoons and... Our toys just get more expensive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I got too many addictions that keep me broke. Yeah. Uh, video games, fucking guns, cars, fucking everything, dude. I get boat fishing. I got so many addictions. I I can't feed them all. Yeah. I, like I'm a terrible addiction father. And, <laughs> I'm a deadbeat addiction father. <laughs> and now we have another one. Another one. Now we're doing this podcast. Why well, better not fucking slack on this? Because the child support's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, it's something fun to do, and you know. Well, we've been talking about what for an hour and a half. An hour and a half, yeah. I keep the timer up there so we can be like, yeah, you know, hey, you got a piss? Yeah, I got a piss. Maybe we should like, you know, end it. <laughs> but uh, no, we. I think we've been having uh, well, we some good conversations. Well, we could we could wrap up some of the things we missed from the last episode that we didn't. Well, version two that didn't make it to make it to air. Okay, well. <laughs> You said you guys had thrown your friend Sarah a birthday party. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to make sure I remembered that because we, we said, you know, happy birthday, Sarah. Sorry it's late. Sorry the tech guy, me, fucked it up and didn't get your birthday wish out there in time. But, you know, we're making up for it now. So, Matt, tell the story. Oh, yeah. So, um, with well, the last day that we tried to do our podcast, uh, earlier in the day was my friend Sarah's birthday. Happy late birthday, Sarah. But you already know that. Um so, me and my buddy, we go to Save Mart, and we get her a cake, and um, we bring it to her, and she's like, oh, you know, she's just so happy, and it was like, you know, she felt so loved, you know, like, you know, her coworkers, you know, doing something for her, because at her old job, said they never did anything for her, and she worked there for like 10 years, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, that, well, then, you know, the kind of the mood kind of changed, because... My boss being a weirdo, fucking, is always watching the cameras, and he's in fucking Vegas, 
and he calls her and she's like, oh, why is everybody standing around? Uh, you know, now, how come nobody's working? And she's like, oh, like, it's my birthday. No, they got me a cake. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's Sorry kind of, for being a dick. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. You know, you're the boss. And, you know, there's people that, you know. Yeah, you're on vacation, all. but we're here having to work, you know. I, yeah. I get that. But, you know, you, you worked your business. You're on vacation, whatever. But, you know, yeah. give us a break, dude. It's a fucking birthday. Yeah, so. What does yeah. he do on his birthday? Huh? What is it? What does the boss do on his birthday? Who gives a fuck? Exactly. We, we give exactly. So you know, he he thinks we're a family. Like no, he's just there. Uh, he treats you like stepchildren. Huh? We're family. Yeah. Everybody that actually we actually work with each other. You know, we're. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but I mean, it's a, it's not a boss that's worth working for. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if he listens to this or not. Yeah, who gives a fuck? I hope dude. he does. It's, it's our, this is our personal shit. Yeah, fucking. I'm not at work, so you know exactly. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. But you know, there's a lot of us that we, um, you know, because we deal with each other more. We, we there's more communication between me and my coworkers than there is with the boss. Yeah. He's one of those. Oh, if he see, doesn't see something that he doesn't like, okay, you know, he'll tell you to go fist. He won't do anything himself. He's a, a micromanager boss. Oh, fuck, dude. I hate that shit. Sometimes I like it on certain aspects or certain projects or whatever because mm-hmm. I'm an electrician in construction. So sometimes I like that, especially when it's a very technical thing that I am still learning. If it's like a new fucking light fixture or something I got to figure out. But right. if it's something I've done a thousand times. Bro, just give me my task. Say, get this from here to there, figure it out, and leave me fucking alone. Yeah. You know, let me do it. Yes, and him, like, he doesn't even go to my department, no, because we're in different fields. Yeah. You know, I work produce, so and he doesn't even go over there. He'll be sitting there, he'll look at the cameras. Yeah. Oh, why is this empty? Why is this? I was like, oh, I know what I need to fulfill that. You know, like, the banner's getting low. I know how much it takes to fill up that table. He's like, oh, you need more. I was like, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, you do. I'm like, well, if I'm wrong, then you can go take one out. And he's like, oh, no, then you will go take one out. Let, let me just say this. If this guy has time to micromanage, he has, I'm not I'm not against people asking questions and doing research and figuring it out. Being a dick about it's one thing. Just asking the questions for information is another. But if you got time to micromanage, bitch, get off your ass and go figure it out. The old boss, well, they would, you know, go help. They'd, uh, they would be there till. You know, like five, six o'clock, and bef- if there was nobody uh, to cover for me after I leave, yeah, they would actually go and you know fill you know the stuff that needs to be filled. You know, some broccoli, lettuce, you know, the, the essentials that people and, want. And that's the proof in the pudding that of somebody who gives a shit. And Actions then, speak louder than words. And then them, I I have the utmost respect for because for our birthdays, uh, the boss would give us uh, grizzly tickets. Nice. So it's. It was well, my, I love going and watching live action sports. It was. Uh, like it was my buddy's uh, Ruben's uh, birthday. Yeah, yeah. So the boss uh, gave him tickets, and he's like, "Hey, he's gonna take you." And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, here." And he gives me a hundred dollar bill. He's like, "Here, buy him his drinks." I've had a boss do that before. Um, I was okay. blown away, dude. I was like, "Cool," but this was, well, this was a few years ago. So it was like kind of during COVID. Yeah. So, but they were. It was card only. Huh. So then, you know, once I, you know, so I I used my card, you know, I bought him his drinks and stuff. And then once I got the cash, I'd, I'd give him 50 bucks and then we just split it. Yeah. And then for my birthday, my boss gave uh, gave me the tickets and gave him 100 bucks to buy me my drinks. Ah, okay. And, and for my birthday, my seats were better because we were right behind home plate. Yes, <laughs> let's go. 
But we, we didn't sit them outside. We're sitting over in the bar area. And uh, we seen them um, last year uh, when it went to um, the Giants game. And uh, him and his wife were fucking awesome. Like, Whoa, Whoa, you were what? Him and his wife. Oh, because you said we were fucking. And I'm like, no, what? No, no. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> it's like, whoa, this took a no, twist. No, we, we end up, uh, you know, meeting up with him at a giant stadium. Lucky uh, bastard. A game uh, against uh, the Dodgers. Uh, and it was, you know, it was nice seeing him. And, you know, so, I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of boss that I wouldn't mind working for. You know, because they, they showed appreciation. I yeah. like bosses like that because they give a shit. But these other ones, like, oh, okay. Okay, you get a thank you and that's it. Yeah. yeah, you know, no, well, no appreciation or whatever. I mean, where's the fucking motivation to, you know, like, See, why, why do you even give a shit about the, you know, and you, yeah, you're not, you're not gonna fire nobody because it's too goddamn cheap. Doesn't want to pay uh, uh, unemployment. Yeah, and uh, it's not like he's the owner. I mean, I get, I get it. I, I, I'm all for you know, you got a job to do, do it. If you do your job well. Like me in construction, if you do your job well enough, you also get to do everybody else's fucking job. Yeah. Which is fine, whatever. I don't give a shit. It puts food on my table, clothes on my kid's back. You can tell me to go mop the floors. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. And beer in my stomach. Yeah, beer in my stomach, you know? <laughs> Fuck it. But, it, I mean, it is what it is. But if you're not the owner, if you're not... I mean, I get it. Do your job. But if it's... Something to where you like you got a pet peeve because nobody did something for your birthday and you're shitting on mm. your your employees like bro, we're all here doing the same fucking job. Well, Ain't he, no need to be a dick about it. He is uh, the boss I and mean, he has nothing else to do except. Yeah, I mean I get it. That's his job is to manage. That's why you're called a fucking manager. But <laughs> he's not know? even a manager. He's just the boss. He's sitting in the fucking office. <sighs> Uh, you yeah, know, he well. does little things around the store, but then other than that, fifty percent he's in the office. Twenty five percent he's bitching about something. Well, I mean, and it's like while you're busy doing your job, there could be not to play. You know, defend the dude, just to play devil's advocate. There may be something he does that you don't realize how hard it is to do. There are those times where, you know. The employee who looks up at the boss who's treating him like shit, maybe the employee's being an ass too, but not to defend this guy in any way. Maybe he is just a prick's prick and he he does shit to piss off the Pope, but, you know, there may be certain job titles he has to do that, whatever, but. Well, yeah, I mean, he has to do payroll. I mean, if we, the store doesn't get sales. Exactly. So there he, is something know. to it, but it's not like he, he doesn't have to do what he's doing to you. But, guys. I mean, there's. There's things that he said to me that, um, you know, I I have little to no respect for him. Yeah, yeah. No, guy. that's just, that's that's the uncalled for he, section. I mean, that... he, he's, he said, you know, made comments to me and shit after my surgery last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, fucking, I, you know, I almost died, so, you yeah. know. Um, this is the dark section of the program, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> You know, with uh, my gallbladder burst, you know, in surgery, and thank God uh, the doctor caught it. And I mean, yeah, he was texting me and you no know, checking up on me. Yeah. You know, fine. But when I actually got back to work, 
he wasn't doing anything to really help me out. I mean, because well, you were like supposed to be light duty. Or uh, yeah, I was supposed right? to, you know, yeah. nothing more than, you know, if I have a truck, okay, you have somebody kind of help me. And um, my friend Sarah's going to probably kick my ass because, you know, I'm not supposed to be lifting over 10 pounds, but I'm lifting 40 pound box of bananas, 50 pound bags of fucking potatoes on my cart, which I'm not supposed to be lifting that much, but I can't just sit in the back. And wait for somebody to come. Hey, can you fucking load this shit up for me? Because God shit gave is... you a cow and you didn't milk it. The insult. No. I I needed to work. I'm, I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm just I giving was, you a hard time. After what? I was out from what for like what three months. And, you know, I was getting tired of just laying on my ass. I was ready to get back to work, but Lies. you know, and who knows? I I could. I probably didn't. More harm, but he wasn't doing anything to really help me. I don't know if you could do any more harm to yourself. I mean, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Well, I- I'm glad you made it through on serious note. I'm glad you made it through. It definitely scared the shit out of me. Because then who would I talk shit to? But uh, um, it-, it sucked that you went through that. It Hopefully it opened your eyes on a few things. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to come up with something happier. We don't want to end it on a, you know, like Wayne's World. Let's um, do the happy ending, Garth. Yeah, let's do the happy ending. You know, the Scooby Doo ending. The Scooby Doo ending. <laughs> I must have watched that movie a thousand fucking times. Oh my god, I used to watch it so much uh, at your house. Yeah. Well, all the times we were watching. What were we watching? All those times we were on the phone talking about Simpsons. Nothing. The Simpsons. It was always the Simpsons. Wishbone. Oh my god. Fucking Wishbone. Oh my god. That on PBS. Dog. What was that? There was a show. Another show we watched. It was we watched Power Rangers. We yeah. watched Wishbone. Animaniacs. Oh yeah. Uh, and, no, it was uh, a Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. Yeah, it was Ghost a Rider. PBS show. Oh, my God, where he was on the computer and shit. It was like the, yeah, he'd always type Holy out shit. shit. Do you remember that other show? It was uh, like... Freakazoid. Uh, I don't remember Freakazoid. I remember a show, and they had this section on there where it was like, they had this tornado chasing somebody who was doing equations, and they called it Math Man, Math Man. Oh, yes. What was that show? Oh, yeah, I, I don't remember. That. Was that Carmen in San Diego? No, that, that, that was... Uh, that was another one. Yeah, but Carmen in San Diego, that was good, too. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Thigpen, rest in peace. You know, she passed she away. died, too? She passed away uh, a while Fuck, back. I've been out of yeah. out of the loop for a minute. <laughs> yeah, um, but I do I do, I do, do uh, remember that the math man was... A, what was that? I forgot what it was like. It wasn't Beekman's World, was it? No, Beekman's that was Fox, I think. I mean, shit, I remember. <laughs> oh my god, he was like, the alternate version of Bill he was, Nye. He was the DC version of Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. And Beekman always got messy. He had the wild. He had the Kramer hair. The Kramer he was Kramer hair. hair before Kramer hair. Eraser head. Eraser head. Eraser head. What was that big fat dude who played the rat? Uh-huh. Remember there was a rat on Beekman's World? Uh, he was in a fucking rat costume or a mouse costume or something. That was like 30 years ago. I don't remember this shit. Fuck, you remember everything else. Yeah, because she actually cared. I didn't really care for you Beekman's, about Beekman's World. Dude, I that show was awesome. I didn't care for science shit, so I really didn't watch uh, Bill Nye either. I'm a fucking nerd. And so, but yeah, but, so there was Beekman's World. There was... um. Bill Nye the Science Guy, but that fucking show, it had Math Man on there. 
Yeah. You gotta look that up if you can find it. I can't even. I want to see a video of it just so I can see if I remember anything right. I know it's like you probably Google it and it'll come up with some fucking weird shit. Dude, I've been looking for a movie for fuck. Let me think. Twenty five, thirty years, and I was I was really young. I remember I wasn't feeling too good, and we were out when video rental stores still existed. And we went out renting movies, and uh, there was a movie that had a kid at home on his computer, and he was controlling these mech assault robots out in the real world. Like, that's how wars were fought. Uh-huh. And he was controlling them at home, and some dude teleported from time travel or something, ended up in the battlefield, and all he sees is these big robots battling each other, and he ends up finding this kid who's controlling one of the robots, and the movie takes off, and it was 80s, very early technology, and all I remember is this guy finding this kid, and it was like around the time of Flight of the Navigator and uh, Tron and shit like that. Yeah. And I can't remember what this fucking movie is. I mean, there was Adam. Oh. You remember Adam? Adam. Yeah, he was that kid who was a robot, and they ended up playing like uh, Outrun or something like that. On the Atari and shit. It was a car racing game. Not the Atari, the Nintendo or Sega or something. And mm, Sarah Jessica Parker's in that movie. What was it, Flight of the Navigator? No, that was Flight of the Navigator, but... Sarah Jessica Parker was Yeah, sorry, that. I'm getting them mixed up because my memory is shit. And, but there was Adam. He played baseball. He was a robot kid. Oh, um, um, um... And he got this yes. high score on a video game because he was controlling it with his mind. Cause he, yes. It was around that time. Yes. Um, so... And then they made a sequel to it, too. Did they really? Yes. Um... I didn't know that. I have that Adam movie. I have it on that computer over there. What the hell? Um, yeah, I used to do I, lots of movies. I stuff. do... I do remember, um... Okay, but this kid was controlling these mech assault robots... From yeah. his computer, and that's how... He was just playing a game, but that's how wars were fought in the future, or something like that. Time travel dude pops in, almost like Terminator, where he pops in, uh, and he's out in the... He's like, what the fuck? He's looking like around Star and Starman or anything, was it? What's that? Starman? Remember no, that one? There was Starfighter, where that kid was playing the arcade game, and he gets transported. The last Starfighter. That Star... The last Starfighter. That's they, they, that one. They, that's not this a, movie. There was a movie, Starman. Maybe. Uh, it, it was... I don't know. He had, like, some... I don't know, weird powers. I mean, it was 80s. No, this guy didn't have any... I don't remember him having powers, but I remember that kid controlling these robots from his computer. Oh, see, I'm... It was around the time... War Games was out. Yeah, War... It, fucking Matthew Broderick. Yes, yeah, so... That, that, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was really good. Still, and to this day, I, think I probably watched it probably sometime last year. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it's like... I and have it, that I have that movie too. And, and he's like no hacking. This is like what eighty three. Yeah. And you look back and he, on that technology and he, now, and you're like, what a fucking joke. And he's the big old fucking box fucking yeah, monitor. The, yeah, the Coleco or whatever the yeah, fuck it was, the yeah, Apple II yeah, and shit. But he's hacking into his school, changing the you know grades. Well, and that was Ferris Bueller, but no, it didn't no, he was doing it there too. That's yeah, right. They yeah. had, well, they had a running fucking theme there. Yeah. Okay, but so around that time, but yeah, and then. Um, I can't think of that fucking movie. I've been chasing it for years. I really liked it when I was a kid. Excuse me. And I want to see it again to see if maybe my younger self was just a dumbass who was impressed by whatever. And then I want to compare the technologies. I want to see, you know, if it was foretelling things like 
like you know, Back to the Future had flying cars. They fucking make flying cars now. Yeah. You know, I want to see that. And then the Cubs in the World Series and shit. I want to see how much it really fucking, you know. I want to see the real hoverboards. Dude, that, that I saw that video where, you know, Lloyd's in there. Mm-hmm. And it, it they staged it, apparently. Yeah. I thought it was a real thing. I was like, get the fuck out of here. This shit's real. Yeah. Which, it is possible to do it, but nobody wants to invest that much money into doing it. Yeah. But that's that's a different story, you know. <laughs> for another uh, episode. For another episode. I mean, we're pushing two hours. I we're think, getting there. I, I don't know if we can upload this episode. We might be able to because we, we should probably end it if we're gonna if we're gonna be able to upload this. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So this is Mike and, and Matt. And uh thank you for listening to Ready Player Ready Player You. Almost misspoke that. Uh episode two point one. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.